This is CyberSound, your simplified and fundamentals-focused source for all things cybersecurity, with your hosts, Jason Pufal, Stephen Maresca, and Matt Fusaro. Welcome to CyberSound. I'm your host, Jason Pufal, joined by Matt Fusaro and Steve Maresca today. Hey, everyone. Hi. Hey. Uh, so I don't, I'm not sure we have you know, a full-length the feature podcast on this topic necessarily, but but it's it's worth mentioning. We'll see about that. We'll, we, we, so, somehow we always seem to get there. But uh, so North Dakota uh, recently passed a bill uh, requiring mandatory computer science uh, with some cybersecurity uh, education. So requiring elementary school and high school students to have some computer science, a computer science course. Um, and some curriculum uh, that would teach them about cybersecurity and the risks, right? Uh, notably, notably, first yeah. state in the entire country to do so, which I didn't expect North Dakota to be the one, but good for them. They're setting the tone. What else they lead in? I'm not sure. Anything good? We don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, but they did top lead in this. destination for Badlands. <laughs> <laughs> That's a South Dakota, right? Oh well, Badlands. see, there's so much I man, know. Steve. Oh, well, I guess they're they're finally on the map. They're they're on the map. Uh, it, I mean, it is interesting. So we certainly, you know, cybersecurity uh, education, security awareness training. You know, it's something that we do a lot, typically for companies. You know, and then and there's some requirements there as a result of cyber liability insurance and some other you know regulations. Uh, but it's interesting to see a state push this for their student body. Uh, and let's face it, I think it makes a lot of sense uh, for them to have a sense of what the risks are. I, you know, personally, I don't think kids are as privacy minded as they should be. And I don't and I don't think they really understand the threats that are out there. I mean, it's it's not as though the notion of teaching these skills has been absent from curricula. It's just not necessarily a specific focus. Um I, I think it's regularly the case that school systems try their best to equip students with, you know, knowledge about how to interpret information, for example. I distinctly remember discussion about Wikipedia and the oh, yeah, the risk big. of Wiki yeah. Wikipedia. But the, the same sort of thought process is attached to this, you know, understanding whether, you know, things in front of you are real or not or whether they represent a risk. I think it's a good thing. Um, the cave through middle school are just required to have some sort of miscellaneous uh, educational experience that high schoolers are required to have actually one real credit worth of, uh, of classes. I think that's good. You know, they have to have it in order to graduate unless they have some sort of, uh, you know, exemption. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see how, how they can help support this type of initiative. You know, back when I was in high school, you know, we, we ran into this problem where the programs that we had were actually cut because the the one person that was able to teach this material ended up having to teach math. Right. Right. So uh, yeah, by the time I had gotten to that point where I was actually able to take those classes, I wasn't able to because they were they were cut. Um, so yeah, I can like, foresee a lot of school districts just not having access to people that understand this information or be able to do it. So it, so it makes you wonder then, you know, the, the medium that they use, is it going to be you know, Canvas style courses, your you're sort of more common uh, LMS style courses. Are they going to partner with, you know, some company that does, you know, video-based security awareness training? Um, I think it's unlikely they'll be able to bring security professionals in to teach 
you know, the total of their student body. But, you know, co-op programs and things like that are really, really common in, in high schools with local area colleges and things like that. It might be a really good, uh, you know, in, intersections between the, the folks who have that skill set or are paid to do it by colleges helping out in the actual school yeah, systems. Yeah. I imagine there's a path there. Um, so I think, I mean, I think you're going to have to look at probably, a, you know, a couple of different uh, maybe levels of, of education. I mean, you're, you're educating your K through five population, K through six, whatever, uh, is certainly going to be different than you're providing that curriculum to a high schooler. And I think, you know, we, we actually partnered with the Center for Cyber Safety and Education, um, which was a piece of ISC squared for you know, sort of people in the security space. I'm, I'm sure are familiar with that. And they had a whole program where they used uh, Garfield to train young children, right? Elementary school children uh, on risks, risks on, you know, not responding to emails from people they don't know, uh, risks about, you know, not sharing information over social media. I mean, I think it's it's commonplace now for, you know, kids of that age to have social media. Um, it, it was a great program. I think ultimately that specific program was cut, but I think as an example of the types of things that you can do with those younger audiences that you probably can't do with older audiences. I do think there's some good content out there that is, you know, Gar Garfield being a cartoon, things that are accessible to younger audiences. And honestly, it's what makes sense for that type of audience as well. It's a dry subject. It has to be made more personal and more entertaining. Otherwise, it, it's not likely to stick. Um, I And maybe using more updated characters. Well, <laughs> but perhaps, <laughs> hey, hey, Gar yeah. Garfield was available for licensing. It's, yeah, there you go. Yeah, for, yeah. for good reason. Mm -hmm. So uh, on this note, I, I will be interested to see what North Dakota and any other jurisdictions that are pushing this come up with for curricula, what the, yeah. the you know, the educational assistance um, co-ops and so forth actually bring to bear because uh, – it can only help. It's a, it's a void right now in the um, educational space. Well, they, and they need something built out by what January twenty four? Uh, July twenty twenty four. July of twenty four. Yeah, so, I think in preparation for that that fall. That would make sense. Yeah. So they have about a year. Yeah, uh, and, and putting curriculum together in that time frame is you know I'm sure going to be a challenge. So I I would expect you know, some of the vendors that currently play in the place in this space. Oh yeah, they'll you know, have to, offers to benefit, for sure. right? Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd be surprised if there weren't several in the, within the next year. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I think this is probably just an introduction to the idea that, you know, there are states now that are starting to talk about more formal education. I, I'm particularly interested in any states or, or districts that try to find people in their community that are already technically adept to bring in some of that skill set. Because, for example, makerspaces, hackerspaces, those are – staff of volunteers who are enthusiastic. They often come from fields that are, you know, education adjacent and things like that. And they can bring some tangible things to the conversation. It's probably a really worthwhile area to tap for, at, at the very least, people to bring in for instructors and things of that variety who are qualified. Yeah, I, I think they really should, should work on reaching out to the community like that. Because yeah, you're right, there's lots of people to find out there. And, and I think there's a lot of security professionals who would feel that that's a good place to spend yeah, their time, right? Sure. I mean, you know, educating the the younger people on real risks that, frankly, they just can't they can't understand yet, right? So it's really valuable to teach them early. I do think there's a willing population out there. Uh, 
coordinating them and, and doing the legwork to get them involved. You know, I'm sure it would take a little bit of effort, but, um, you know, uh, honestly, I, uh, we joke a little bit at the beginning about, you know, North Dakota leading the charge on this, but I do hope that we start to see some other states For push sure. this because I think yeah. it really is important. Uh, it's really interesting to see it uh, hit and, you know, having been, you know, having been able to participate with Vancouver in that West Haven school district and seeing kind of the engagement of the students through a program that was tailored to their level. I, it was great. Uh, so I really think there's, you know, there's some, there's some really good potential outcomes here. Yeah. I, I think it kind of drives home the fact that this type of education is, is just as important, especially these days as math and science, sure. and all the other required areas that are in there. So now it's kind of a, almost a protected silo now where it can't just be cut out because you don't want, you don't want to pay for it. Right. right. <laughs> Look, we, we, we've talked about this before in broad strokes. It most of cybersecurity awareness is familiarity and critical thinking skills. Right, they're innate yeah. to the environment that we're talking about, and anything that yeah, usable in lots yeah, of areas. Yeah. Anything that improves that for the younger set of kids is going to equip them more for the future that lies right. ahead. So, you know, if anybody's interested in looking more into it, you know, House Bill Number thirteen ninety eight, North Dakota, uh, reasonably short. It's a quick read, gives you a sense of what they put together. Um, we think it's a it's a good idea. It'll be interesting to see how it actually comes together over the next year. Um, yep. Any questions for us? Certainly feel free to reach out. Uh, hope we answered a couple of you know, burning questions around uh, cybersecurity education in the uh, K through 12. And as always, we hope you got value out of this. Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear your feedback. Feel free to get in touch at Vancord on LinkedIn or on Twitter at Vancord Security. And remember, stay vigilant, stay resilient. This has been CyberSound.